0: Hey, hi, everyone, and welcome to our puppet podcast on the road. I'm now home. That's kind of funny because I'm touring all around North America, but now I'm home and I can take the time to bring you a new guest, someone we are have this missing podcast number five, so we redo it. And it's Eric Bornstein, someone I discover in Boston area. He's a puppeteer, but a mask maker. He designed good stuff. So I'm really glad he accept this opportunity to share his knowledge with us. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Bornstein coming on the screen finally. Ta-da! Two, one! And... Here's the man. So, Uh, hi, Eric.
1: How are you? Here. I'm I'm in the box.
0: You are in the box. And, yes, I'm good. I'm happy to be home. Uh, After those weeks of touring all around, I'm happy to be there and to have you in front of me um, sharing your knowledge on puppeteering. The first question I always ask is, what makes the art of puppetry an art that you cherish? Like you enjoy this art particularly with masks. Maybe you can explain a bit about this.
1: I'll try to be succinct. I always say that, uh, <laughs> that the, this art is a never ending source of inspiration for me. I have wide ranging interests. I value many things. I have uh, particular skill sets, and this art puts them all together. It just puts them all together. It's like you have one job where you get to read fairy tales and perform and build things and do collaborations with other artists and all the cool things. I get to sit and think about "Hmm, what makes the the nature of a wolf different from a dog different from a cat different from a fox different from you know and and to think find words to describe these things and think well you know and how would they interact and uh so many so many things i you you everybody likes different things people like owls they like cats they like different creatures but in this art you get to say which owl, which cat? Is it not just a generic owl? Is it a owl, is it a stupid owl? Is it young, is it male or female? Is it a, a, a warrior? Is, uh, is, it, you know, is it, is it a dollar? Is it, the, it's the manifestation of a story. Each one is a story made uh-huh, visual.
0: Totally. I love
1: stories. So I guess maybe, see, I, I, I figure out my answer myself while I'm talking. So I love stories. And this is my way of stories to love.
0: Wow. That's awesome. And, and could you explain, I was we were discussing at the beginning about when a crush, like the when have you falling in love with puppeteering? When this moment happened for you?
1: Many months. I have to say, when I grew up there was not very much. I mean, on TV maybe Kukla, friend and Ollie, and right? Remember them? The old, old, old time. And um, but for me, I fell in love through the traditional usage through like the arts of, of africa and japan and uh, bali and places like that in mexico <laughs> so i, I as, a, as an an artist and uh, a lover of folklore and stories i always looked a lot to these different cultures and i read the stories and i admired the arts especially the maps and the puppets and eventually i ended up traveling uh to these countries uh i traveled to to bali and studied there And I went to Italy and studied there, and I was a dealer in African masks for 10 years. So I I learned about them. I got a graduate degree in art history, uh, also studying the masks of different cultures and writing about them. Uh, But I just, there was something about them. I think that early on, I connected with the puppetry community because even more than the theater community, the puppet people really, accepted that this object is a living a living entity, that it was uh-huh. alive. For, for the theater people, it was still a prop. But for the yeah. puppet people, it's alive. And to me, that resonated more than the idea of it being a thing. Because for uh-huh. me, it was always something that you're making something that comes alive. You're crafting life. Yeah. So I think that was very important. Uh, I mean, I'm still... Yeah. I've been doing this for almost 40 years and I'm still discovering why because I think that's important also for young puppeteers. If I'm going to teach anything, what can I teach in 15 minutes? But I think that if you stay with this art, you'll discover why you're drawn to it. You'll discover yeah. that it it is part of it. I, I often say that th- this art is how we perfect ourselves as human beings, how we find ourselves, it's playful, but it's very serious. And we really yeah. have to figure out how to how to make some change in this world, how to contribute something positive. It's not just playing around. It's very serious, yes. it, and I think
0: it, it's have a, a real impact in the beginning
1: people like it reason and you want to create things and you have a knack for making things but as you do it for for decades and you start to say why am I doing this because of course after you do this for five years ten years or longer you realize how hard it is to do this professionally how to make a living so you sacrifice and you struggle and so of course you have to ask the hard question why do I have to do this because (laughs) if you if there's anything you can do Maybe you should do it, but if you still have to do this, you have to figure out why. Why yes. is it important to me? Because if there's no, if there's nothing underneath it, if there's no real reason why, if you're not compelled, then there's not enough good reasons to stay with it. I mean, there's a lot many easier ways to make a living. Yeah. I mean, you could you could work for minimum wage and make a better living, right? And <laughs> yeah, it's a lot easier. You go home. Uh, at the end of the day, and you 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 can have a beer. With this, you have to work. You have to work. You're working 24 hours a day. You're even working when you're sleeping. Yeah. So
0: yeah. that's the commitment of artists, I think. Also,
1: it, this is a commitment. It's life and death. This is yeah a commitment of life or death. And I think you understand that commitment. The more, the deeper you go into it, and the more you realize uh, what your mission is. So. Yeah. So here's here's a challenge to young artists
0: yeah to, to and as uh, for young artists what you could like suggest because many people like are tasting the puppeteering love and how they they could like come from is it better to come from from cinema from play uh from acting from props designing what is for you, I, I feel you have a really spiritual also wave when you talk about the mission of artists. So for you, what will be your recommendation for someone who wants to just jump into puppeteering?
1: Are you there? Yeah. Oh, there you are, okay. So people come to the art, these art, from different directions. Mm-hmm. Right. And like you say, you can come from dance or from theater, from opera, from costume design, from uh, just straight from puppetry, from a a more traditional background or more whimsical nouveau, uh, you know, approach. So many different areas. But whatever gets you in, you start to find what suits your sensibility better. Are you more of a Broadway person? Are you more of a movie person? Are you more of a? Local theater, do you like, you know, where do you like? Do you like it on TV? You know, certain types of, uh, of work reads better. It's made for TV. Maybe people you're inspired by movies, and that's who you want to be. Right away, you know, I want to be making uh, Labyrinth. I want to go and, you know, and work at the Henson Studio, and I want to make those movies. But maybe you don't. Maybe you don't fit into the categories that already exist. I see so many people are starting with uh, with with basic Muppets and but it's like, well, Henson made Muppets for a particular purpose. It was one tiny bit of his range of skills and interests.
0: Yeah,
1: true. But now you see so many Muppets. They're all over the place. But it's like, well, I I think that my advice would be to explore And, and really now more than ever. It wasn't true when I was younger, but now you have access to people like you and people, there's, there's puppeteers all over the world that will share their skills and share their secrets. And you don't have to, like I had to travel to another country and put on, wear a sarong and sit cross-legged and learn how to carve wood or go to Italy with uh-huh. the Sartori's and, and, and learn how to form the leather and and all of that and try to understand his italian (laughs) yeah you know it it was you know now everything is just right
0: yeah
1: Uh, so it's so much as you have to struggle you have to make a lot of mistakes so there's another one don't be afraid of your mistakes if you wait for it to be perfect you'll be waiting a long time
0: yeah true it's so true uh i i think sometime we're experiencing some cut but let's keep going
1: Part of your life. So, Caroline, oh, there yeah, you are. Oh, you're back in there. G- okay. All right. Am I moving? Can you see me move? Yeah.
0: I All see right. you. I see you.
1: Okay. It, I'll try and and
0: sometimes again. you froze, but it, it seemed like I, I get the, the essence of everything you said. Like, my, my next question is how you describe a describe a puppet in the, your own words how you if you some someone asked the definition of it what is your definition
1: bell makes uh, you know his career Cool. Okay. For an object presses me so much because I work very hard on making a very polished piece. It uh, will constructed, whereas some people, oh no, they, they will take something really simple and plain and then they, they imbue it with life. And to me, that's very exciting because uh, I don't have my skill, maybe it's stronger in building things than in, You know, the way some people can perform with a rag and make it come alive. With a stick and they make it alive. This amazing Yes. So objects come alive, regular a wine bottle and a a wine bottle opener, right? And people do whole true. With these and create, you know, and that's their joy. That's so. It's which is not the only way. It's just you asked, what do I like? Well, this is what I like to make. Of course, I appreciate many things, but.
0: I think we experienced some technical problem here. Uh, Okay. Did I freeze again? Yeah. I just like, oh, what, what, what? But um, do you have like an example of a puppet you have done around you? Maybe on your side, it could put more like visual about what you do. I brought...
1: Let's see. Uh, everything moves backwards here. And oh. I, I have... Remember this guy? He's he's kind of little, so he'll fit in the box. Oh, so amazing. He, oh, I think he likes you. Hey,
0: yeah! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you see it? Oh, is he freezing? Is he lifting up his arms?
0: Oh. <laughs> Do you think, Eric puppeteering is an art like who get into an ascension or it's coming less popular for you
1: for me personally or you think yeah or
0: uh, do you observe like it's coming more popular or less let
1: me put him put the baby down um
0: yeah or or baby could, could could explain <laughs> but it's <all.
1: laughs> um I think that uh, we you know Oh
0: you froze Are you there, Eric?
1: Some network. We're so fortunate because puppetry has moved into the mainstream.
0: Oh, trouble of connection. I lose Eric on the side. Ay, yeah yeah. okay, I think Eric will say that puppeteering is coming more popular. I think he he is so passionate and he keep doing it over and over. He's back there, Eric. Hey, I bring you back. Okay. That's that's good. I was talking about like the popularity of puppeteering, if it's coming more
1: or less. I think more, 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 more. It's so available because now if you're a puppeteer, you're automatically the world. When I was began to make masks, I thought I was the only one. (laughs) And, And I would every, the only one. And I had to travel to other countries to find somebody. And then I realized it wasn't for a long time that I realized, oh, there's other mask makers in this country. I found the puppeteers. And they were my became my family, but I wasn't making puppets right away, you know. I because there's something about uh, the mask is a little different. You know, when you make the small person, the small creature, you know, and the, the puppet, uh, it, it's like you put on the mask, but the puppet, you know, when you put on the mask, it transforms the body. Yeah. But when you make the puppet, the transformation is complete. The whole body is covered, is taken over. It's a brand new body. And it, it, it transcends the limits of the human body. Yes. Right? So uh, it, it, it's very fun to play with the connection. with. But I, I really love exploring the otherness in people. So with the mask, whether it's the big mask or small mask, it transforms the body into to something other that it, it can't be without it. So yeah. I... in the human body and you you put all your your energy inside the thing into the object performing object so that's something that I I enjoy when I play with the mask
0: yes amazing and and yes you you feel you can bring back your little baby and tell us that Puppeteering will have their golden age, maybe in the future. Or you think mask will have the golden age? This is oh, slagging. I don't. It's e- never
1: been better time. I think that you know, beginning maybe with, you see, on my back.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I okay. didn't get what you said, but could you repeat? So I said it? after,
1: like after the the lion.
0: Came, oh yeah.
1: It all of a sudden ushered in the whole era, with so many masks and puppets, and so amazing. And of course, it was very successful. And it came from a very successful movie, yes. Right, so it was just ma- all of a sudden the mainstream exploded with interest in everything masks, everything puppets. You see video games, all with masks. You see all these, uh, you know, movies with masks. All the uh, the Avengers, the superhero movies, and yes. uh, everything else, all with masks. My son playing video games, so it's all masks. I work with video game companies. I work with uh, you know, in anime, you know, all the subcultures with cosplay, everything is with masks. And also this puppets have important in Broadway. Yes. Everything that's important done with puppets and Broadway. you also opened up a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and, you know, with Cirque Soleil, made, you know, enormously successful so okay they're okay we all love them
0: yeah so amazing. As, soon as, it,
1: as soon as it became okay on Broadway and uh in successful productions all of a sudden now everyone wants to do it now it's a viable uh occupation yeah. of course what we know it's still very difficult yeah and no. you still have to work hard and you still have to To go back to the beginning of our conversation, you have
0: amazing. Thank you, thank you very much, Eric. I think it's lagging a bit, but. I think I get the, the idea.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, not yet. Thank you very much, Eric, for this time, for your time, for this interview. And yeah, thank you very much. He's gone, Eric. So, uh, yeah, I think to do a little uh, resume of everything we said, I think puppeteering since Lion King and since many Broadway production have a big golden age, the mask thing also. I really agree on that. And I hope Eric, you could keep doing your good job long, long time. Your company is amazing. So, yeah, maybe. Maybe we, you can come back and say a little goodbye. Yeah, here, I bring you back in the screen. Because... Yeah. Here we are. So, I was resuming at the, the end about the Lion King and the superhero you were talking about. So, maybe you can bring us your little character you bring at the beginning, and we can conclude on this wonderful conversation. <sighs>
1: okay well i woke up the baby from his nap okay uh,
0: little baby and easy from a plane I'm, and proper
1: um oh you want to say goodbye yes Well yeah, okay, if you can yeah. see uh way back there's a giant version so he started the baby and there were different characters uh, at his different ages. And then finally he becomes as big as the house. So in the end, he was a giant mask with a giant head with 50 foot arms. So the arms were 50 feet long. Wow. When next time you come to my studio, I'll show you, I still, I still have the hands <laughs> and the head.
0: So oh. we, we could sing a little song to make the baby go to bed, eh?
1: Okay, that would be great. You
0: want to sing your you song? Yeah,
1: I think so. It'd be great. We can sing in French. Oh,
0: okay. clair de la lune, mon ami Pierrot. Yeah. Is he sleepy? Da,
1: da, 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 da. Pour mot. Oh no oh.
0: oh. Okay. <laughs> Thank you okay. very much, I- Eric. Okay. And have a nice evening. Keep going with your good job and yeah, you do. big time for puppeteering and mask. Yes! <laughs> See you!
1: Bye! Bye. <laughs>